Wolfpack! Welcome to day three. Welcome back. You made it. Day three. How are you feeling? Hopefully, you're all feeling super, super excited. Let me ask you something. First off, did you do your exercises I set for you last night? I hope so. Did you write down the four things that you've been procrastinating on? And most importantly, did you list out the pleasure and pain for each of those four things that you wrote down? Awesome. I can see people saying yes. So that's congratulations to all of those people that took action last night. It is very, very important. Quick summary. On day one, we covered the Wolf strategy for success. Remember that? Wolf is the strategy of using your personal strength to create success in your life. The W stands for know your why, what you want and why you want it, okay? The O is take onward action immediately and consistently. The L is learn to use your sensory acuity to notice what if, if it's working or not. And then F means be flexible enough to change it if the strategy is not working until you get the results. Day two, we covered the controlling forces that drive all our behavior. We learned that the reason we don't reach our goal is pain created by fear, either the fear of failure, judgment, rejection, or what other people may say. We covered the two forces of pleasure and pain and how they directly affect your motivation level. Everything we do in life, we do out of the need to avoid pain or to gain pleasure, right? We touched on the science of neuroconditioning, linking pain and pleasure to different things. Meaning whatever we associate in our nervous system starts to determine our behavior. So ultimately what controls our lives is the meaning we give to certain situations. If someone laughs at you when you're a child, you'll most likely associate that you're funny, like I did, right? Shut up, I am funny. Oh, or if someone associates marriage to a lack of freedom and that it's a higher level of association than a higher level of intimacy or connection or bonding, then that also creates a problem. Conversely, in business, so many want to start their own business, but they link so much pain to starting, like it's going to take too much time, or I might fail, or how much money is it, and they just don't do it. So to create what you want in life, you must change the meaning of what you are actually giving certain things. And these must be changed, not just intellectually and mentally, but also emotionally and physically. In the instance of starting a business, that person might associate massive pleasure to starting a business and intense pain if they don't start it. That's the only way they'll do it. So tonight we're gonna to focus on changing specifically what we associate pain and pleasure to and using this to create the four steps to your ultimate destiny. Research shows that making some significantly small changes in major areas of your life can have a ripple effect all over the rest of your life. So are you excited for day three? Are you ready? All right, let's go. Okay, firstly, I believe that positive thinking on, it on its own just doesn't work, right? The biggest problem about positive thinking is that you actually have to think about it. So the, by the time you do that, it's usually too late. You're already in reaction mode. If we want to change our lives, what we must do is change our conditioned responses to the environment, right? If you don't think this is already happening to you, think again. <coughs> Excuse me. If I was to say something like, lucky you're with, what would you think? Would you think Amy? That's already neuro-associated into your brain. What about if I said something like, Aussie kids? Ah, uh, did you say Weetbix kids? Most would have, especially the Aussies, because that response is literally anchored into our nervous system. It's like me saying, 
don't think of the color green. Tell me what you immediately just thought of, right? Did you think of green? Even if you don't think of green, if I say green over and over again and say green again, you'll start thinking of the color green because the neuro association with the word green. So it shows yet again, what we must do is change our condition responses to our environment so we can actually take direct control of all our behaviors and our emotions. Whatever pleasure and pain we associate or link to our nervous system is going to determine our entire behavior. All right, so is that clear? Let me repeat that again in a different way. Your conditioned responses control your motivation levels. Did you hear that? And every little step you make has an effect on your life. So now we will use what we've learned to create the four steps of destiny. If we study destiny, right, we find nearly everything has four parts. Think of this like a box divided into quadrants, right? In the first quadrant of the box is cause set in motion. Everything we do is a cause set in motion. Your destiny is shaped by your daily behaviors, right? Does that make sense? So taking action is a cause set in motion. Not taking action is a cause set in motion. Following up or not following up is a cause set in motion. In the second quadrant is effect. Everything we do or don't do will have a direct effect or a result in our life. You know, Isaac Newton said the three laws state every action has an equal or opposite reaction. Then for every result that is stacked up in your life, you're creating a direction. That's quadrant three, right? And quadrant four is that every direction leads to your destiny. So understand that cause, effect, direction, then destiny. That's how it actually works, right? So knowing this, all we need to do is now decide. Decide what? Well, decide what is your life really about? What meaning do you want your life to have? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to be remembered? These are the questions that you need to ask. Then chunk back to determine what you have to believe or what you have to do, how you would act for you to achieve these results. The time to design the next 20 years is right now. Not 20 years from now when you say, I wish I could have or I should have done this. Listen, this is important. Remember your past does not equal your future. However, it is important to build awareness of the past to understand the associations that you've had without actually living in the past, right? Awareness by itself can be a huge turning point when you get that the association you had does not make any freaking sense and was keeping you from taking the actions you needed to achieve your ultimate destiny. So next, changing the meaning to the events in your life will also change how you feel, which changes the behavior, results, direction, and then your destiny, right? So let me share some of my neuro associations that I picked up along the way to help you better understand this, okay? <coughs> Excuse me, somewhere along the line, I picked up a, a neuro conditioning around learning. To me, learning is just easy. I mean, I've mentioned that I didn't come from a well-off family. I had multiple jobs from the age of 13, so I hardly ever went to school. In fact, in grade 10, I think I had like something like 62 days off in one semester. Right? But I passed every grade. Why? Because I conditioned myself to believe that learning was easy. In fact, I only had to read or see it once. I'd remember it. Well, is it true? Who knows? But it, I believed it. So for me, it was real. I also have a massive association around contribution. When I was younger, I had amazing grandparents. 
They taught me really early to help people. I remember being a boy and being praised for helping little old ladies, you know, with their shopping or helping some of the older blokes across the road. And this manifested itself in my brain pathways and I started linking massive pleasure to helping others. And I linked massive pain if I saw somebody that needed help and I wasn't able to give it. I still have this to today. That's why I created the Wolfpack. It's why I'm here with you right now and speaking to you, right? I, it is why I've designed my life to try and help as many people as I can around the globe. And it has literally changed my destiny. And all you have to do to do the same thing is find the emotion you want to feel, feel it strongly enough, then link it to whatever you want and repeat it over and over again until you create a new association. Does that make sense? So. Also, link pain to what you, do, you don't want as well. This is the secret source. Make sure you really delve deep and understand what it will cost you in your life if you do not change it. Pain and pleasure, the stick and the carrot. These new association changes will change your perception of your whole body and you will start taking on new behaviors and start to change the direction and the destiny of yourself. Okay, let me ask, what is your association around giving? I mean, for me, I started to realize that I always give, 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 give. And I actually find it really strange to receive. The problem with this is that not only do I train those around me how to treat me, I also rob them of a gift of giving. I mean, just recently, I mean, we, I didn't even, I had met a friend and they actually had somebody come to their house and deliver food for them. And I was thinking to myself, are you kidding? That is amazing. I wish I had friends like that. And then I realized I had trained my friends not to do that. Now, ironically, two hours later, somebody just turned up, Mark and Michelle, I love these guys, turned up with this amazing meal, cooked, ready to rock and roll. And I was absolutely just blown away. It was like I threw it out to the universe. I knew what I wanted. I was ready to receive it and I was allowed to receive it. And not only was that a great gift for me, but it's also a gift for them too, because they get to give to me. And if had I denied it, and even though my first reaction was probably to say to them, you know, I don't want it, that's not to say I'm not grateful, it's just purely because that was in my association and I need to break that bad. Does that make sense? So I denied them of the gift of giving. So since that point, I've changed my association. I'm now ready to receive. So if you want to give me stuff, just send it my way. All right. So uh, let me ask you about another one. What about alcohol? I mean, here is a drug most of us have been programmed to link in pleasure to. I remember being a boy, watching my dad just drink like a fish. He'd have people over and parties and have this amazing time. And while, he was, while I was watching that, what do you think I started to associate alcohol to? Pleasure, right? Well, no, the answer was massive pleasure. In fact, when I started to drink, how much of a shock do you think it actually was when I tasted it and realized it tasted like shit? But like any true achiever, I pushed right through that and convinced myself that I enjoyed the taste. I started drinking a drink called Bundaberg Rum. It's dead set like liquid crack. And I drank it like it was water until one day I drank so much, I got so sick, man, I got violently ill. I won't go into details, but just think of the movie Exorcist, right? And I never drank it again. Why? Because at that point, I associated not pleasure, but massive, massive pain to it. And my brain instantly, instantly changed. Now, even if I smell it, I almost throw up. The same can be said for smoking. Anyone here that smokes, I'll ask you one question. When you started, did you honestly like it? I bet you didn't, 
right? I bet you coughed and splattered like the rest of us. But over time, you've associated pleasure to it. Now in your own head, you believe that you actually like the taste of a cigarette after a meal, right? Guess what? It's a lie. It's a neuro pathway that's being developed based on two simple things. Linking pleasure to it, even though it's a lie that you tell yourself, and linking massive pain to the thought of stopping, right? The media, the mass media, they tell us all the time how hard it would be to stop. They tell you what you will go through while you're quitting. They explain the strain and the stress and the extra weight and the this and the that. And to a point where you link massive pain to quitting cigarettes. Guess what? Quitting doesn't require you to do anything. Nothing. You don't have to buy smokes. You don't have to light them. You don't even have to inhale them. Nothing. It requires nothing to give up cigarettes. Uh, just do nothing and you have quit. Simple, right? So what about destructive manipulation through association? That's a good one. See, we all see news of terrorists who blow themselves up. Why would they do that? The answer is pain and pleasure. See, they get associated in believing that if they don't blow this thing up, it will be massive pain to not just them, but to their families. And they get associated into the pleasure that if they will receive if they do it. You know, the virgins, the afterlife, the chance to rise to a martyr, whatever it may be, it's still pleasure and pain working right there. So what is your neuro association around pain? I remember when I was 10 years old, I was playing footy and I hurt myself. I went down injured. All I remember it was all this fuss around me. People trying not only to make me feel better, but to also fix my injury, right? It was a genuine injury without a doubt. But honestly, I don't know about the next five injuries, right? You see, I believe looking back now that I started to associate getting hurt to pleasure. I think that makes me as a boy, I just didn't realize instead of being injured, I developed a pattern that I repeated many times over the next couple of years. And it wasn't until we started to go up in the grades that I met other kids and coaches who looked at injuries as a weakness. And then once I realized it was a weakness, that association changed almost immediately to one that I will never show that I'm hurt again, right? That brings its own problems. Look at neuro conditioning around negative behavior. You've seen children that don't receive your attention. They start looking for ways, even if it's negative, to still get attention. My daughter did this as a kid. Well, she, she didn't get attention the right way. You could bet your last dollar that she would get the attention in a negative way. It's not that she's wrong. She just wanted the pleasure of attention no matter how she got it, right? These associations are typically created and anchored when our emotions are absolutely heightened. Think about an association around songs and relationships, all right? Or, have, or maybe somebody's just got a look somebody gives you. What about flashing red lights and they instantly associate a time when you might have been pulled over or booked for doing something wrong? What about being constantly in an angry state or stressed when you come home from work and you meet your significant other and it starts to link in your brain that your partner is creates or is part of the challenge that you're having, right? In some cases, these associations just may not be true. Often we link up reasons or create disempowering neuro associations to things and events that when we just failed. Most of you heard of the experiment called Pavlov's dog. Okay, during the 1890s, this Russian bloke, Ivan Pavlov, did an experiment with dogs. Every time he fed him, he would ring a bell. He did this over and over and over until at the end he would just simply ring the bell. The dogs would just start salivating, right? The bell had anchored into their neuro responses and it just kicked in immediately. Right, it's time now for you to take back control. It's time now for you to start to advertise in your own mind. 
If you want to change your direction and your ultimate destiny in your life, how you feel right now, then you need to change your neuro associations. All right. So the, what I want you to do tonight <coughs> is again, take action right now. Don't delay. I want you to think of some of the negative and positive neuro associations you need to make to create destiny in the areas of learning, in the areas of growing, in the areas of giving, in money, in challenging yourself, in taking risk, in relationships, in commitment, in power, right? Then list three neuro associations that you've made in the past that empower your life today, right? We want to know what they are. We also want you to list three neuro associations that you've made in the past that actually limit your life today, right? It's real simple tonight, Wolves. That's it, right? Real quick, real simple. Notes will be provided in the comments and links below to show you exactly what we're asking. But tomorrow, day four, we're going to start to focus on putting three things in place for you so you start to create new, more empowering associations. So it's important for you now to begin to answer two massive questions, right? What is your ultimate destiny? And what do you want your life to be about? While many don't know exactly how their lives will turn out, we can certainly decide in advance the kind of person that you want to become and how you want to live your lives. So having this bigger picture can actually pull us through some of the short-term tough times and keep things in perspective which allows us to remain happy, fulfilled, driven, and start to actually achieve our dreams, right? So Wolves, we have got a massive couple of weeks coming up. Just make sure you stay true. Go out tonight, look at the moon, give it a howl. I don't care whether it's a full moon or not. The fact is, the Wolves pack, we're in day three. We're starting to make some momentum. We're building on every single day. I want you to go through the exercises today. I want you to stay true to yourself. You have no idea what's coming up. We filmed some stuff today that's going to blow your mind. It is absolutely exciting. Wolfpack, let me hear you howl. Awesome. Ow. Good night, guys.